in this area, I saw this flame, like this fiery flame. And it's not a literal one because he'd be burning up and it wouldn't feel very good. But there's a, there's a spiritual fire and a passion in this man that he has received a download from the Lord. He has a call on his life. And I, I got to know him better. And here's what I saw. I saw somebody who was sick of the way the Western church has done things through all the red tape, all the structure. And again, I'm not saying all structure is bad, but he is an organic person. He is a relational person. He's somebody who wants to actually connect with people and love them and develop community, which is what the Bible is all about, right? That's why we are saved. We're saved to get into community with each other and with God. And that's what truly brings joy. And this man is an evangelist. He's somebody that I have much respect for. And may I pray for you now? Yes, please do. Okay, I'm going to pray for him if that's all right. Stretch out your hands and pray for him as well. Father, we thank you for... We thank you for John. Father, we thank you for the love that compels him. Your love, Father, your fire, the Holy Spirit's fire inside of him that esteems lost souls with such value. They are prizes. They are worth sacrificing for. They are worth dying for. No matter what they look like, no matter what they do, Jesus, you died for them. And I thank you for the heart and the burden that you have placed upon John. And I pray, Father God, for your spirit, for that fire to manifest and that seeds would be sown, Lord God, and that we would grasp your vision to see the harvest come, Father, that not out of guilt, but that out of love we would reach out in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I'm going to take it free. So as, as you said, I'm John Thorson, um, and I've been interning here, and I am excited to bring a word today um, and, and share with you guys. Um, like Bob said, I do love organic ministry. Um, I love breaking things down and, and doing things, um, maybe how they aren't done, or taking different perspectives on things. And that's kind of what I hope to do today, um, is, is to give new perspective um, to empower and to um, release people into ministry in, in a little bit of a new way. Um, for those of you who are struggling um, to maybe find purpose, um, to those of you who are who you're in a place where I just don't know, I can see God, I can see what he's doing, I can see other people ministering, I can see those things, but how do I fit in? How do I join with this vision? How do I partner with this? Maybe when you're not a pastor, you're not, you know, you're not in a ministry field exactly. And, and so um, what I'm excited to talk about tonight is the idea of living life as a blessing and learning and bl- blessing as a verb, as a, as a doing, as a living, moving, doing um, blessing. And um, I don't know if you have the, the song up. And so I, I want to play the song. Um, and you can put it up there too if you want. And and basically, um, it's it's a happy song, <laughs> and, and and it's kind of cheesy because it's a little older. But the words are really good, and it's and it's all about um, choosing to live a blessing um, for God. And so just take this, um, think about it as the words are being sung, and just relate it to your life, and and even kind of ask those questions that the song brings up. Um, yeah, so go ahead, play it.
said of us by the ones we leave behind let it be said of us that we live to be a blessing for life Isn't that good? <laughs> I love that. Can we do that? Can we do that all the time? Something that God's been putting on my heart is um, how simple ministry is if we w- learn just to love people. Um, I've just been I've just been thinking a lot about evangelism and pastoral ministry and and these different things and it's all just loving people it's all just blessing people it's it's all just meeting people where they're at listening to them giving them your time and and i think that sometimes things get so far out of reach for us because of how we look at them when the reality is no we can love people um I bet if we looked at um, like conversions where people come to the Lord, half the time it's probably a neighbor to a neighbor and not a pastor bringing them in. You know, and, and, and just the idea that we can, we can be that blessing. Um, if you guys want to turn with me to Genesis 12. Um, in this chapter, um, it's Abram before he's um, become Abraham. Um, he's just beginning to set off on his journey and God gives him this blessing in Genesis 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, 
Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Yeah, we get to participate in that. <laughs> so, um, this kind of brings us to, so what, what do we exactly mean by blessing? You know, because we can, we can receive a blessing. We can pray for somebody. We can call that a blessing. And, and, and that's, sort of fits in what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about actually living life. It's a, it's a doing, it's an action of being a blessing for people, of um, going low for people, of loving people. I was talking to um, Bill um, a little earlier, and, um, and he, he was talking about just the, the opportunities that come when you sacrifice a little. When you're in a restaurant and, and, and you see... You see someone coming in, an elderly person, and you give them your seat, and the opportunity that opens up to talk to them. These little things of of blessing that that happen all the time around us that we can take advantage of, and I think often we don't take very good advantage of the opportunity that is around us. Um, if you want to turn to Colossians four, this is my favorite verse in regards to evangelism. So 4-5, Colossians 4-5, says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how, to, how you ought to answer each person. Just using every opportunity. Just, just loving people, just, just being there. To, one of the biggest things that we can bless people with is our time, and I think that's the number one. It's, but it's also, people say, the biggest commodity in in America. You know, we're we we're so busy, we're always trying to get to the next thing, but what people need is our time. Because when we give them time, they can see we care. We can actually show them love when we give them time. And so maybe. For some of you, this is a call to free up your schedule a little bit. Because maybe you're not even in a position to bless people. Um, I want to share a little bit about um, just a little of my testimony and, and how, what God has done in my heart in this area. And, um, and I think for me, in some ways, I, I, I've been blessed. <laughs> it's, it's been easier for me because of the family I grew up in. Um, I grew up in a pastor's family um, that was really awesome. Um, my, my parents loved the Lord a lot and, and lived this way. They, they lived to bless. They really lived to reach out to um, the less fortunate. Um, to my dad's ministry, he probably would say, is to, um, to the least of these. And he just loves seeing healing and restoration in them. Those people need a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, and, and, um, and that takes time and they're worth it. Um, but from a young age, I just realized um, in my church, it's kind of a, kind of a funny story. 
Um, but I would go down and I would spend time during coffee hour with the older folk, especially the older women. And, and, I, and I saw and the elder women, and I saw such joy in their hearts when I would spend time with them. It just, just incredible. They would just love it. And then whenever I see them, they talk about it. And I hear them talking about it with other people. Oh, that little Johnny, he, you know, he's just, he's just, he's my favorite, you know, because I would give them time. They still talk about me. It's true. But I realized the joy that it gave them when I gave them my time. And so that's why I did it. It wasn't like, it was because I was getting joy from it too. But I was realizing how blessed they were. And, and, and throughout the years, there have been lots of different situations where that's been the case. Where seeing, just giving people time by loving them, by being with them. They're so blessed. And they see God. They, they, they draw close to God when that happens. Um, I love John 5.16. It says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so they may, see, they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Um, I do ministry with, with Dan and Brandon um, and my wife Brianna I'm up in Taylor's Falls, um, Minnesota. And... Our time up there has been really interesting because God's been doing incredible things, but it's been easy because we just bless people. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really ridiculous how easy it's been because we just, we spend time, we spend time in the church, we lead special music, we're with the people, we help out wherever we can, we're doing these things, and so much is happening we have so much favor with all the pastors, with all the leadership of the town. And it's easy. It's easy to love people. And it's a joyful thing. And it's something that we can all do. We can love people. I think often we, we get caught just in, in a place of, how, how, can I, how can I do something? How, how can I really help the kingdom of God? Where do I fit in? You can fit in there. <laughs> You can bless people. You can love people. Um, so I was looking at a few definitions of, of kind of what it means to bless. Um, I have one, a special favor, mercy, or a benefit. Um, two, a favor or gift bestowed by God, thereby bringing happiness. I, I love this one. Number three, the invoking of God's favor upon a person. So you meet me, you're going to get God's favor on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, why not? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't off a Christian website. It was just online. And then the, the definition I wrote um, said, Blessing, an unconditional and unselfish act of love that plants seeds of hope, encouragement, and the gospel in a person's heart. That's <laughs> An unconditional and unselfish act of love that plants seeds of hope, encouragement, and the gospel in a person's heart. I really believe that we can completely live out the gospel if we just start loving and blessing people in the name of Jesus. That we don't have, like, other expectations other than just loving them. Like, sometimes I, th I feel like we think we need to do all the work like we need to go in, we need to support them, we need to build them up, do everything. It's like, no, 
We just do what we're called to do. And so sometimes I think we get scared of an evangelism experience. Say, say, let's say it's our, our, our family. We have a friend or we have a family member who doesn't know the Lord. And we're like, how do I approach them about this? It's like, start blessing them. <laughs> just start pouring into them as much as you can. Whether, and it can be um, your time, spending time with them, just being really interested in their lives. It can be just works of service. You know, just, hey, can I help you with this? Can I help with this project? Can I do the dishes? Can I, or just do them, don't ask, because they'll probably say no. <laughs> and, and just begin completely wooing the world with love. And, and I think this is a battle we can win. <laughs> I think it is. And I think that when a big movement of God comes, as maybe we're seeing right now with the house, the house packed out like this, the question is, what do we do? How do we sustain this? How do we grow this? How do we... It's like, we just love people. <laughs> That's all we do. We just take care of people. We consider them as we consider ourselves. It's simple. <laughs> it's easy. So I guess, um, so what are some practical ways, just shout them out, that we can bless people for the kingdom? Say bless you. Say bless you. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Give them a hug. Give them a hug. That is so huge. That is one of the biggest things, the biggest fruit of evangelism in my experience is I've had a lot of experience out on, on the light rail, on buses, and no one talks to each other. They have their earbuds in. They're ignoring each other. And, and it's awkward. <laughs> that, that humanity is all in one place and no one's engaging. No one's interested in each other's lives. And it's so fun to break that awkwardness. And people love it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a snowstorm. I think it was must have been two years ago when we had a lot of snow in the winter. And um, Brianna and I, we did, but we didn't, we didn't last year. So, And there was a big snowstorm. And we got, the light rail actually got stopped because of all the snow. And, and we were on the light rail. And we're like, it was around Christmas time. We're like, what if we sing Christmas carols? What will happen? <laughs> you know? And, and we started doing it, and then people got angry. Seriously. <laughs> but some people loved it. Um, but, but the idea of pe- people, exactly what you said, of acknowledging people. People so often, they, they, they're so lonely that I've had very few people like reject interaction. Because they, they just want. And, and then as soon as you show you're interested in their life, then they really love it. They're like, you actually want to hear about my life, my stories? You want to see where I am? It's like, wow. Wow. Yeah, so give people time. It's good. What are some others? I'm really bad at that. <laughs> but I try to take pieces of paper with me I can write it down on. <laughs> Saying good job. Yep. Yep. Sharing Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Listen to them. It's another huge one. Yep. Yep. People rarely reject prayer. When you're bold enough to ask for it, they're like, yeah, I need it. <laughs> yep. I missed one down here. Tell them they're forgiven. Yeah. It's good. Words of knowledge. Yeah. Give them food. Yeah. Yeah. Get, just giving giving of yourself, of your things, of your possessions for others. That's big. Two things. Don't be ashamed to share the gospel and don't be ashamed to share about who you are. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, two things. One, be authentic. So when you find yeah. yourself something, be, be them for who they are. Don't mm-hmm. come in thinking one thing. I don't want to yeah. change them. Like, no, be them for who they are. Yep. You'll actually get more out of them. That's good. Yeah. Let them show you who they are. Yeah. Don't assume too much. Yeah. Sounds like we're doing pretty good. You know, and so, and so then the question is, are we good at it? Do we do it? You know? And and so, and it's not for the purpose of bringing condemnation or that sort of stuff, but it, like we get to live out the gospel in our daily lives. We We have the joy and the privilege of walking with people into the kingdom. With, and and so many people just miss out on the joy of the gospel, because so in in my my testimony, um, my when when I really accepted the Lord for myself, it was a really joyful like a whole year, where I was just super driven, super passionate, super all these things, and then in some ways it changed. It, it, it was it's kind of like I compare it to um, first falling in love. You know, where, where it, it gets more practical, a little more practical. And I think that's okay, and, and it needs to because you start learning more. But the joyful thing is we get to walk through that joy with person after person after person after person as we walk with them into the kingdom. And, and that is such a wonderful thing. And in our ministry up in Taylor's Falls, it has been so fun just to see people released. To see people come into freedom, see people, and and if that's something that you haven't experienced, that walking alongside someone and, and watching them come into freedom, watching them come into relationship with Jesus, then I encourage you go out, do that, because <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good. So, uh, um, yeah. Let's see. Let's turn to John twenty five, thirty four. Yeah, John twenty five thirty four. There's no John twenty five. I mean Matthew twenty five. Sorry. <laughs> and I failed. <clears throat> So Matthew twenty five thirty four. 
Then the king will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did, you, when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. We get to minister to Jesus. We get to bless Jesus. <laughs> Can we bless Jesus? Can we bless his body? Can we expand his body? And then we get to the other issue. This place is too small. <laughs> and I don't think that means to get a bigger place. <laughs> and something that um, we've been talking about, some of the leadership, um, and what's the name, guy's name? Dan Kleitz. And Dan Kleitz is going to be here in a few weeks May 7th. on May 7th. Um, and he's going to be teaching and talking and equipping about ministry planting. And I think a part of this message is that call to action and possibly even that beginning to, to think and pray and dream about starting your own ministry somewhere. Because there are so many, I mean, this is a young adult place, so many young adults who are eager to meet the Lord. They don't know it yet, but they're eager. Because there's nothing better. And so um, so I just want you to, to think about that and pray about that. Um, and, and Communitas is excited to, to come around those people and, and, and bless and support and, and be excited and help with material and, and, and different things like that to maybe help those things get started. Um, and we don't have all that figured out yet. Um, but just want to put that into people's hearts. Um, if that's something that begins just burning a little bit, come talk to Paul. Um, come talk to um, some of the other leaders um, here at Communitas, and and we'll pray about that because that's good. Um, we just Dan Thorson, um, my brother, um, and a few of us other guys just started that ministry at Augsburg campus that we're excited about. Um, and Levi, can't forget Levi. And, and it's just and it's so organic. We're just getting together. Just praying, just worshiping, and dreaming. And it can start like that. That's how this started. <laughs> yep. So, that's kind of it. Um, I don't know if things have been planted yet. I hope so. Um, but I just want to go over just, just another time, kind of the purpose. <laughs> is that by living and loving and blessing people in our lives, by giving of our time, by giving of um, our service, maybe even our money, of different things, we get to participate as pastors and as evangelists. 
we get to bring people into the kingdom. We get to love people and see transformation. And it's something that we can all do. And so I just want to challenge you all to, to choose to be a blessing in your life, in the life of all those around you. When you're at work, you're a blessing for the kingdom. When you are at the mall, you're a blessing for the kingdom. When you're home, you're a blessing for the kingdom. Um, yeah. That's it. good to have our evangelist friend pray for us. Um, some, for some of us, it's hard to even say hi to a person. You understand what I'm saying? Some of us are kind of insecure. And um, I think the more whole we are, the more effective we are in ministry, 
But at the same time, you know what? You can be a, a broken and insecure person and just kind of take a little step of faith. Yeah. And you know what? God's strength will overcome your weakness. So we need, we need boldness. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. This is a bold man here. Um, we need wholeness, and we need to start taking risks. You know, I have faith, and because I have faith, I take risks. I do. I step out of my comfort zone. And sometimes it's scary, but you know what? It tends to bear a lot of good fruit. And if we don't s- step out of our comfort zone, we're not going to see change. That's so, good, Bob. And there's something really fun about stepping out. There, there's this whole adventurous side of Christianity that we miss out on, that we can miss out on. I'm not missing out on it. And you guys don't need to. And so that is just step out, um, reach out. Um, there's so much joy in it. There's so much joy in it. And, and so, yeah. And so I'm going to bless you. And then I just want to ask that you guys just, um, just break up two, three people and just um, bless each other also in, in this area. And um, if you guys have any fears about this, bring it up. To just, just say your fear um, so that, that you can be prayed for for that. And then if you want um, extra prayer, want to come up to the front um, for something regarding this, um, this topic or, or anything, you just need, need a blessing, you need some healing, you need some deliverance, um, you can come up to the front and we'll have a few prayer ministers up here as well. Um, so I'm going to pray and, and then you guys can um, group up and, and bless each other. So Father God, um, we just thank you. We just thank you for the joy of partaking um, just in this life with you, in this life with people. God, we ask that you um, empower us, that you embolden us, God, to love this world, to, to show them Christ, to, to preach to them Christ, to teach them Christ. God, that we wouldn't be content, uh, but the joy in our hearts, God, would just compel us. The joy would compel us, God. So I just ask that right now, that you just fill each and every one um, of your sons and daughters here, God, just with that joy, that compelling joy of the gospel. God, that as, as in First John, um, that they would go and preach eternal life so that joy can be made complete in community. So that others would come and join in and we can just have yeah. joy, just joy unspeakable yeah. as we have our hope set in an undying place. We have our hope set in eternity and we get to invite other people into that place. God, so I just ask um, that you just release people in this room to be to go on adventures with you, um, to step out, to be bold, to love their families, to love their friends, to step into situations, God, that they haven't stepped into yet, but you've been working on them too. And I just pray for those specific things right now that are already on people's hearts, God, and I just ask that this week there would be a, a bold stepping out in those areas. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Amen.